Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 163, which we are recording on Tuesday, March 27th, 2018. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And I apologize in advance for my allergies, which are in full force. Santa Cruz here, we actually finally had rain, which brought out all the blooming things. And it sometimes when you're walking around, it looks like there's snow in the air. There is so mm-hmm. much pollen and tree debris and things like that so it's pretty it's actually a very beautiful time right now because a lot of the fruit trees are blooming and it's very very nice to be outside right now but allergies what are you wearing charlene i am wearing my grace cardigan which is a pattern by jane richmond which shockingly i knit back in august to october of 2013 that long ago? Yeah. I remember button shopping with you at Hearts for that Isn't sweater. That scary? And that was five years ago? Yeah. And look, wow. the sweater, the thing about this sweater, it still looks new. It I, does. I don't feel like I wore this one a lot. And I didn't wear this one a lot. And I put it on this morning, and it is so nice. And I wonder, why didn't I wear this one a lot? I must have had something else <laughs> yeah, some that I was wearing sweater. that I was in love with at the time. But this is a great sweater. It's going into my spring rotation. I'm going to wear this one a lot this you year. You said you finished it in August? August to October. So the of tooth. I, I knit it from August to October. Finished in October of 2013. So we probably had a cold spell as soon as you finished it and thus weren't wearing it. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's definitely going into my spring rotation this year. Grace is a cardigan, as I mentioned. The designer is Jane Richmond. The pattern was originally released back in November of 2012 as part of her Island collection. I believe that we both knit several patterns yeah, from that collection. I, I believe there were a couple of hats. I can't remember what else, but the sweater is a classically shaped long sleeve cardigan button front with mesh at the yoke. A mesh yoke. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one to try to say. That was a, yes, yeah. exactly. So it's lacy, but it's not a fancy lace pattern. It's base. It's it's just a mesh, and so the the yoke on the front and then the back have that open pattern, and then the sleeves are solid stockinette. And I knit mine in Madeline Tosh sock. In a really good color that is a color I can wear all the time because it's a really dark gray to black with a hint. It's a purple tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's called Victorian Gothic. And it's a color that can go with just about anything. So it's I really should pretty. wear it more often. I really should. And it's got, as Gail mentioned, the buttons. I've got some interesting plastic clear and black buttons that go really well with it they look like those vintage glass buttons to me if you hadn't yeah. told me they were plastic sitting a few feet away from you they yeah. look vintage and they glass. do actually so new i feel like i have a new sweater <laughs> isn't that fun <laughs> yeah that new sweater feeling so grace by jane richmond what are you wearing, Gail? I am wearing a newer sweater. I'm wearing my Archer, which I finished recently, designed by Elizabeth Doherty of Blue Bee Studios. And I've been wearing my tunic-length sweaters a lot lately. 
we've had a cold snap here, so finally we get to wear the hand knits. And my tunic length sweaters are just perfect. There's Nani. Nani's making a guest appearance again. <laughs> but this one is not, if you knit it per the pattern, it is not tunic length. But I did knit it tunic length, and I'm very happy that I did. And it's a two-color sweater. The top is knit in a solid color, and then you stripe it from a beautiful arch that goes across the front and the back. And depending on your style, I made mine A-line, and mm -hmm. I, like I said, I made a tunic length, so I altered it up a lot at the bottom. And I also striped my sleeves, which is different from the pattern. But it's fingering weight and just a delight to wear because it's just the perfect layer. Yeah, it is. So that's my Archer by Elizabeth Doherty. And what are you stocking? Stocking a couple of new sweaters this time. I know I've been really accessory heavy for the past few months. And finally, there's been a, a few sweaters that have caught, caught my eye. eye. Yeah. yeah. The first one is a pattern by Katrine Schneider, who designed the Hood on the Moon sweater, which I knit last year. And I was really happy with that sweater, really thought the pattern was very well written and edited. And I, at the time, I said I would definitely consider knitting one of her patterns again. So this week, I saw one called the Winterfell cardigan, which was just released this month. And it is a top-down button-front cardigan kind of the classic twin set cardigan shape that Grace has, the same kind of shape, shaping, except the Winterfell has diagonal slip stitch patterning on the fronts. So it's a textured, a textured stripe, but it goes diagonally. So it forms kind of V's, I guess you would say, but it doesn't look like V's. It's just little stripes that go up all one color, solid, tiny buttons, and it looks like a something I would wear a lot. Very cute. It's very you. It's very me, yes. <laughs> and it's pictured in a lovely navy blue that I love. So that one is definitely going into my queue. In fact, look, I haven't added it to my queue yet. There, there we go. Add to queue. <laughs> Charlene and I are so the opposite that way. If something goes into my queue almost immediately and you're very, it's our typical personalities. You're much more thoughtful about it before you just spontaneously pop it into your queue. So adding to queue as we record. The second thing that I'm stocking is a pattern for linen yarn called Every Day of Summer by Anne B. Hansen. And this one looks interesting. I'm a little hesitant about it, but I'm my curiosity has been piqued enough to keep me watching it. I'll stock projects as they appear. It's a pattern that was just released and it's for fingering weight linen. It's got a central kind of a diamond pattern that goes down the front of the sweater and it looks like it has the diamond shape down the sleeve as well. Yes, it does. But the issue with the pattern page, at least, is that there is, oddly, there is no picture of the entire sweater. Those are really weird pictures. Those are very strange pictures. I agree. And I don't know if it's because 
maybe this is considered a pre-release. Uh, it says the pattern, it's on sale. The pattern is on sale right now, and then it goes up to full price. She has a date of March 28th when it will go up to full price. So I don't know. But there is no picture of the whole sweater in its entirety. But it looks like from the little bits that I can see, there are quite a few pictures. So you can see every section of the sweater, like here's the chest, here's the sleeve, here's the neckline. Is there one of the back? No. So isn't that odd? That's really odd. Really Because you odd. can't, it almost looks like it's A-line, but how can you tell? Exactly, exactly. So. That's why I say I'm kind of stocking it, but I'm going to be stocking projects as they appear because hopefully someone will have better photos. And even in the comments for the project or for the pattern page, there is somebody who says, can we see a photo of the whole sweater? Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> but there was no response to it <laughs> and no photo of the whole sweater has appeared. So, we'll see. Because it, it looks promising, but obviously I'm not going to make a sweater that I can't see what it looks <laughs> like. Know. Or I'm not going to purchase a pattern for a sweater that is a mystery. I can't see. Yeah. 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 So, again, that's Every Day of Summer by Ann B. Hansen. I'll keep watching. <laughs> the third one is a pattern that's been out for a little while now. Let's see, it's been out since November. And I've seen it before, but what caught my eye on this pattern is that there were quite a few finished Weekender yeah. sweaters in the knit-along. Yeah, there were. Yeah. And so I kept seeing them pop up in the knit-along. Every time I'd check for finished objects, I would see the Weekender sweater pop up. And I think it might be something I'm interested in. I'll probably keep an eye on it until next next fall or maybe the end of summer because I'm probably not going to knit a worsted weight sweater in the middle of summer. Who knows? I might. <laughs> but it's a, it's a cute sweater. I've it's, been watching that too. I was thinking of knitting it with DK weight yarn instead mm -hmm. of worsted. Yeah, that's what I have mm -hmm. in my stash. And... For those who haven't seen it, it's an Andrea Mowry sweater, one color, knit bottom up. It's got a boat neck, somewhat oversized, drop sleeve, knit in the round. It's got textured ribbing along the neckline and then down the top of the sleeve until, since it's drop sleeve, until you get to the actual sleeve itself. Then the sleeve is all in, I believe it's reverse stocking it. I believe the whole garment is in reverse stockinette. So that means that you see the pearl side of the stockinette as opposed to the knit side. And I might change that too. We'll have to see yeah. <laughs> if I knit it. But I do have, you guys might remember, I was stocking things to knit with my few sweater quantities of DK and worsted that are in my stash because I haven't touched them for a couple of years and I need to use them. So this, I think, would be a good possibility for me. So those are the things I am stocking. What are you stocking, Gail? 
I'm not stocking anything that's new. However, I have received, as I said on the last episode, a request from Mike to knit a sweater for him. And we've done some stocking together and we did decide on a pattern. So the pattern I'm stocking for him and I've actually purchased it is Slade. And that's a pattern by Michelle Wang. And it is a pretty classic, I would call it almost like a smoking jacket style button front cardigan with a shawl collar. And I thought it was funny that Mike wanted a shawl collar, considering that's something that I like in a lot mm-hmm. of my sweaters. That was the first thing I thought when you said that. It's how <laughs> odd. But he wanted a shawl collar, and we're going to modify it because if you look at the pic- at the pattern pictures, the placket where the buttons and buttonholes are that overlaps in the front is really wide. And he didn't like that. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, now almost anything about this sweater I can probably change for you. So we're going to narrow that placket. And he wants more of a shawl collar, so I'm going to make it meatier around his neck. Mm-hmm. And he also wants fewer buttons. He only wants two or three buttons, so mm-hmm. I think there are four or five. And I'm not sure why the buttons, but that was one of his preferences. And then he said, I don't like that thing at the bottom of the sleeve. And I said, oh, you mean the cuff? <laughs> And he said, whatever, I don't like that. Isn't that ribbing? And I said, yeah, but, you know, usually you do have ribbing around your cuff. And he said, well, then I don't want that much ribbing at my cuff. So apparently we're going to do a shorter cuff as well. And the pattern was written for worsted weight, I think. And we are going to knit it, we, I'm going to knit it for (laughs) him in a DK weight yarn. My friend Kim from Western Sky Knits ordered up some Polworth Silk DK And the yarn that Mike saw that he fell in love with and inspired the sweater was a silk blend. So this is going to be a silk blend yarn as well, but the yarn he fell in love with was fingering. And this will be DK because he wasn't allowed to have another fingering weight sweater. I wasn't willing to knit another one. So she is dyeing the yarn in the beautiful burgundy color. And we thought it was Catherine, but it turns out it's really wine. So it's a very beautiful, deep, dark burgundy, and I can't wait to get my hands on the yarn and cast that on. So that's Slade by Michelle Wang. And another one that I'm stocking is also a sweater, but this one's going to be for me. And it's Light Rain by Hohi Locatelli. Not a new pattern. It was part of the Interpretations Collection Volume 3, so it's been out for two or three years now. And it is a top-down cardigan. Oh, I should have said Slade is seamed. So it's knit in pieces and seamed, which I'm not looking forward to, but that's okay. <laughs> Light rain is not seamed. It's top-down and it is a slightly oversized. I won't knit it with as much positive ease as the pattern calls for. However, there is positive ease and it has a really pretty small lace motif that goes down the center of the body. And I don't think it's also on the sleeves. I think the sleeves are pure stockinette. And it has a pretty big oversized cowl slash turtleneck on it as well. And I probably won't knit the turtleneck quite as big as it is in the pattern. But this was also inspired by our knit along. Someone else knit herself a light rain in a sport weight that she called her weekender sweater. Not like Mm. Andrea Mowry's weekender, but like lounge around the house or something on the weekend. And I thought to myself, hmm... I have that sweater quantity of the Rowan cash cotton that I got on a D stash because they don't make that yarn anymore. And it's a blend of 
acrylic and angora and cotton and nylon and something else. There are a lot of different fibers in it. It's, yeah, one of those kitchen sink yarns. Yeah, but it's got a little bit of five or six things. Exactly. Five or six different fiber types in there. And it's really soft and it's really wearable for our climate. And that's the same yarn I used for my Apre Surf hoodie, which gets a lot of wear and is really old. It's great yarn. I I wish they'd bring it back. Yeah. I've made two things, maybe three out of that yarn. I don't think I have any of them anymore. But the yarn was so fantastic. It wore so well. Mm -hmm. And the colors, colors were... Meh. Yeah. There were were a few good colors. I think that's why I stopped making things out of it, because I had used all the colors that I liked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the color palette's not great. But I loved the yarn. Just loved the yarn. Yeah, I was able to score a whole sweater quantity on D-Stash in a very light pink, which is very pretty. And it will, I think, be perfect for light rain. And our friend Anne, AG so-and-so, is going to do a knit along with me. So the two of us are going to knit light rain at the same time. And I already took out a ball of the cash cotton to swatch with. And I was going to swatch while recording, but couldn't get my act together enough to get Mm. my needles out. (laughs) So... I will swatch for that today, and hopefully by the next episode, I'll have a good portion of that already knit. And I'm also thinking it might be good retreat knitting for knockers, so I could do a sleeve maybe Mm -hmm. at knockers or something like that and not be thinking too much. I usually am knitting on a blanket at knockers, so it'd be different to have a sweater on the nails (laughs) instead. So that's Light Rain by Hohi Locatelli. And the third thing I'm stalking is a result of Josie requesting some knitwear. Josie has become a hat-wearing young lady. And this she, is your daughter. My daughter, Josie, sorry. And she wears hats every day now. And she has determined that it keeps her hair nicer if she dries it. Her, she goes out with her hair wet. And if she puts a hat on and lets it dry, it's much tamer on the top than if she's not wearing a hat. So now she wears a hat every single day. And she said, oh, all the hats that you knit for me are all stretched out. I can't wear them anymore. And I said, honey, that's what washing is for. (laughs) Give me your hats and I'll wash them, honey. And today she came in my room when I was working and said, do you have a hat I can borrow? All of my hats are now being washed. So she rummaged through my hat collection and popped another one on her head. But she asked me last week, will you please knit me a hat that I can wear with a ponytail. So there was a craze of ponytail and messy bun hats. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) So I cast one on to use as a messy bun hat, which I'll talk about in What Am I Knitting? And then it all started with, okay, I want a ponytail hat. So, okay, let's go look at my worsted weight yarn and see if you like anything. Well, she fell in love with several colors of Malabrigo Rios, which Mm -hmm. is a worsted weight plied yarn, which is delicious. One of my favorite bases. And she picked out teal feather, which is a beautiful teal. And she picked out sandbank. And sandbank, picture dunes, sand dunes, with the tint of pink, just a slight tint of pink. It's a beautiful color. So the sand dune is going to become the ponytail hat. And the teal feather, she wanted something with some texture, but not a lot of texture. And it was really cute. We were looking at patterns and I said, okay, so what do you think you might want? She said, you know, it used to be that I'd say, I don't care, but I actually thought I'd think about it and let you know what I do want. I said, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. (laughs) And she said, and I quote, 
I don't want anything with cables or lace. I just want something with a, you know, a smooth texture. And I looked at her and I said, wow, cables and lace, you know the terminology. So she was very pleased with herself that she, you know, whipped out all the right terminology and we very directed search. And we settled on a pattern called Violet Waffles by Haldora J. It is a free pattern on Ravelry. And basically it's a ribbed brim. And then you go to a very simple textured stitch, which is just enough for this yarn. And she really wanted the brim to be able to fold over. So I'll knit the brim deeper than the pattern calls for. And now she'll have two more new hats out of Malabrigo Rios, which is great because these were both single skeins. One was left over from a project and one was something that I bought for color work, but they yeah, never knit that's it. that's great. So, and it also happens to be Malabrigo March, which I had completely forgotten. So it's nice and timely that I'll be knitting with some Malabrigo during the month of March. Is that a knit-along? I think so. I think it's oh, a okay. Malabrigo-sponsored thing. Oh, okay. So Winnie... Uh, one of our group members, she is a Malabrigo, huge lover of Malabrigo, and she mentioned it the other day in the group, and I thought, oh, good reason to do these hats for Josie now, <laughs> and plus, well, it's still cold enough for her yeah. to wear them. Yeah. So, that was Violet Waffles Hat by Haldora J. And what are you knitting? I am knitting a sweater by Justina Lorkowska called Flaum, and I think that... I may have stalked it or talked about it. I may have been swatching. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was swatching at the last episode. You were, I, I remember the fisherman rib. That's right. So it, as Gail mentioned, is a sweater knit with a big portion of fisherman's rib. It also has regular ribbing and it is an open front, seamless cardigan with set in pockets and lots of short rows to make the ribbing the same length in the front and the back because part of the fronts are knit in regular ribbing and the back is knit in the fisherman's rib so there's a few more extra rows needed to shape the bottom of the sweater because it has a nice curved hem and to make it lie nice and flat against the body and it's been really fun I'm having a lot of fun knitting that. I really am enjoying the fisherman's rib and the ribbing and the fact that it's knit with big yarn <laughs> makes it go Good. very quickly. Worsted white yarn, actually. So that one is going quite well. I'm glad to hear that. You needed some fun knits. Yeah. Yay. I'm using some Western Sky Knits yarn that I have been hoarding in <laughs> stash. As if I couldn't get any more. Yeah. <laughs> we had a little epiphany on the way to Stitches this year about our Western Sky Knits hoard. <laughs> it's a color called Rock Girl. So it's grays with a little bit of purpley pink in it. Almost like just little droplets of the purple speckled throughout the gray really really pretty it was gorgeous on the skein and in the sweater it's coming out so much better than i imagined oh that's good i'm really loving it really really loving it and i was knitting on that one fast and furious until this past weekend when i cast on something else <laughs> <laughs> i also have in my hands right now my second jessica jones cowl which will probably be on the needles for quite a while because I've 
haven't knit on it that much. And this one is a slow knit, but an easy knit. As mm -hmm. we've mentioned before, perfect carry around project. And the third thing, the thing that I have just cast on that kind of pushed Flom to the secondary position <laughs> is my Calyx sweater, Calyx Pullover by Elizabeth Doherty. The new pattern that Elizabeth just released about a month ago at Stitches. Now this one has lace patterning down the front and down the sleeves. It's knit bottom up. So the body of the sweater is super easy. You cast on and knit your tube. You just cast on and go. And you knit in the round and knit in the round. And I think that's why it really took off for me this weekend. I was up at my parents' house and I just wanted to cast on something new and knit in the round and this was it. <laughs> So the tube part of the bottom of the sweater is very fast, but then eventually I will split for the upper front and then the back and the shoulders. I am using two yarns from Holst Yarn. The Coast, which you've heard me talk about before, that is wool and cotton, and then their Tides, which is wool and silk, and I'm using those two stranded together. My initial plan was to cast on with the Shibui yarns that Elizabeth used. And Gail and I had both ordered those at Stitches. And I kept waiting and waiting, thinking, okay, that's going to come and I'm going to start the sweater. But it didn't come and it didn't come. So I started the sweater in my secondary choice. And wouldn't you know it, when I got home from the weekend at my parents, my Shibui yarn was here. <laughs> so if you ever decide that you want to knit a sweater so badly that you cast on with different yarn, that's usually a way to make the original yarn appear right, at your yeah. doorstep. But... I'm not going to stop knitting the first one. I had already thought after trying this one on that this was a sweater that I would probably make multiples of anyway. And both these yarns, yarn combos, I should say, the Shibui selections are two-stranded yarns also. And this two-stranded yarns that I'm using from Holst are also, it's a new combination to me. I have never used the Tides, though I have used the Coast. So I've never combined them like this. So they're both new, so I still want to make both versions. It'll be interesting to see and compare them to each other. And I'm letting Charlene be the guinea pig and letting her knit <laughs> hers first before I cast mine on. So I, I'm having a really good time knitting it. Like I said, when you first cast on, it's just a tube. So it's super easy and super fast. So that's really fun. The, all of the fiddly bits will come at the end when you get to the top and you separate for the front and back and then knit the collar and do the sleeves. But so far, so good. I'm enjoying it. And the other thing, the other reason that I cast it on is because I decided just, what is it, two weeks before the retreat? Three weeks before the mm -hmm. retreat? I decided I wanted a new sweater for the retreat. So oh, this is my official. You plan to get it <laughs> yeah. done. Oh, you better this get is, knitting. This is my official knocker sweater. If I finish it. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> what, April 14th, I think is when it, yeah. yeah. 
If I finish it. If I don't finish it, then maybe I'll take it with me and try to finish it there. Who knows? Well, judging from what I've seen already, you're you're going to finish it. No sweat. Well, it depends how, how quickly the I do the, the fiddly bits. Yes. <laughs> That's true. You never know That's with the true. fiddly bits. So we'll see. I'm not a big one for deadline knitting. But yeah, if you I, set yourself a deadline, then you're going to set it down and keep knitting I, on flowers. Exactly. <laughs> I prob- that will probably happen. But every once in a while, there's an event. And recently, there was a yarn event in Europe. I can't remember Edinburgh. where. Yes. Edinburgh Yarn yeah. Festival, yeah. So I saw a lot of posts on social media from knitters who had made new sweaters for that. Mm-hmm. And it made me think, oh, well, I'd, I can't go to something like that, but we are having our little Yarniacs retreat, and maybe I can knit something for that. So that kind of seeded that idea in my head. Uh-huh. I have no idea whether I will actually accomplish, because I'm not a deadline knitter, as I said, but we'll see. <laughs> so that is Calyx, or maybe Calyx. I was saying Calyx, and I told Gail I looked it up in the dictionary, and I think both pronunciations are okay. So Calyx, or Calyx, by Elizabeth Doherty. What well, are you knitting, Gail? Before I get into what I'm knitting, you'll be in good company, because I think both Deborah and Tamara, who will be at the retreat, have cast on their Calyx oh, cool. sweaters by now, too. So, yeah. That's right. There was several. a little thread in our Ravelry group, yep. and I should go and check on that thread. Yep, there was a lot of excitement mm-hmm. with, in that thread about the release of yeah. the sweater and finding the right yarn yeah. and so on and so forth. So so what am I knitting? Well, at the request of Josie for her hat, enhancing her hat collection, we picked out the sandbank and the pattern that she picked for me to knit with that sandbank colorway of Malabrigo Rios is Smoke in the City, which is a new hat pattern by Greg Cahoon, who is Knit Daddy on Ravelry. It's a worsted weight hat and it's just simply a ribbed brim and then there's a cool texture pattern that kind of swirls around the body of the hat and Josie thought that would look really cool swirled into her ponytail. So I looked at some ponytail slash messy bun hat patterns and you basically just stop knitting well before you would bind off the top of the hat and just leave that hole at the top for your hair to come through. So I'm going to modify the pattern accordingly for her thick, thick ponytail to come out the top. And the other thing I'm knitting right now is my viewpoint shawl slash scarf by Ann Ginger, who is AG so-and-so. And I mentioned this on the last episode, I believe. It is the very cool two-piece shawl that you basically knit two triangles and then three needle bind up, bind them off down the center together. And I'm using two colorways of Neighborhood Fiber Company's Rustic Fingering, which is a single ply. And the first one I'm using is called Swoon, which is a beautiful green base, very light green with speckles of navy and darker green and yellowish green. And it's just really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. And the other half will be Palisades, which is a navy blue that is gorgeous. And right now I have probably a quarter to a third of the first ball of yarn remaining. So I'm pretty close to finishing the first half of Viewpoint. So right now, those are the only two active things on the needles. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) All right, so what have you finished? 
I've only finished one thing. Last episode, I talked about the blankets that I had finished for the mm -hmm. grandma of the new baby. And I had made one hat out of leftovers from one of the blankets. So from the other blanket, actually the Madeline Tosh blanket, I made a little kitten hat, what I'm calling Aww. the kitten hat. And it's in the spirit of the pink kitty cat hats that everybody was wearing, but it's a baby size and with little kitten ears. So Aww. no pattern. I just knit in the round on that one and joined the top using a three needle bind off and it falls open into little kitten ears, what I'm calling kitten ears. Aww, so that's precious. it. <laughs> and what have you finished, Gail? I had a big finish. So I forgot to tell you last episode that I finished my pay cowl, which is a pattern by Michelle Wang. She's getting a lot of airtime today. She is the designer of Slade that I'll be knitting for Mike. And the pay cowl, I knit one in the horrible faux hair yarn for my aunt. And she <laughs> loves that cowl, by the way. And I knit one for myself using Angora Blend yarn that I bought at Lambtown last, what was it, September, I think, or October. Mm -hmm. And it's so soft and magical. It's just so delightful to have around your neck. It's just this fuzzy, warm, delightful thing to wear. And the other big finish is my Shell Seeker Pullover by Heidi Kiermeyer. I actually did the last stitches last night and bound, bound off, wove in about half of the yarn ends. And I was planning to try to weave in the other ones this morning before I got here and wear it unblocked today. But work intervened, so I wasn't able to finish my weaving in of the ends but it's so so cute that's awesome i can't wait to see it it's really i think you're going to want to knit it so this one is a top down it's just so simple and cute and it's very great. wearable yeah in a sweatshirt i'm really excited to see it it's great it's a top down raglan pullover super simple shaping and the cool design detail is this fun V down the front of your body. It kind of starts at the breast area, almost at your nipples, and <laughs> moves outward from there to make a V that leads into the kangaroo pocket that's mm -hmm. in the front. And the way the sweater is designed, your stitch count never changes from underneath your arms to the bottom of the sweater. So okay. there's no shaping. But because my body definitely has shaping, I actually made it a-line so not dr dramatically a-line but it's definitely a-line and i also made it a little bit longer than the pattern it's not quite tunic length but it definitely covers up my butt so super cute and it is a striped two color pattern but what i did is i did color block with striping so from the cast on at the neck down to where you separate for sleeves is a dark gray and then it is striped from there in a lighter gray and a bright, bright green. And then the bottom cuff or hem is the dark gray again. Same thing on the sleeve. So the sleeves are mostly striped and then just the cuff is the dark gray. And I love how it turned out. It's really, really cute and super wearable. I will wear it all the time. I actually put it on last night after I... Oh, Charlene has Nani on her fingers right next to me right now. She's never been this close to the microphone, you guys. Maybe she'll talk. I've never even seen her like this far from her cage. Shell Seeker would look really cute with Nani because those grays are the grays that are in my sweater. <laughs> so she doesn't have any green though. Oh, she's so precious. So sorry, I'm getting sidetracked by cute the cuteness alert. Shell Seeker was a winner. I'm actually thinking I have a whole collection 
of scraps of DK weight yarn from various projects. And I'm thinking it would be really, really cute to knit one that's all different color stripes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really thinking about doing that. It would be super, super cute. Okay. And now I really can't wait to see the sweater because I know if you're considering making a second Mm -hmm. one, it's a big time winner. (laughs) It is a big time winner. It's just so simple. So very simple. We'll see, you know, how much I actually wear it, but I think I will wear it a lot. And what I was going to say before I got struck dumb by naughtiness was that I actually put it on last night after I'd woven in enough ends and my eyes were not cooperating anymore. I just put the sweater on with a bunch of ends hanging off. It's like, oh, this is great. So that's the Shell Seeker sweater by Heidi Kiermeyer. Definitely one to check out. Now we have a knit along to wrap up, don't we? We do. Oh my goodness. (laughs) The self-indulgent knit along for 2018 has ended and we had 437 projects entered this year. And that was about 220 people who participated. So many of you knit a lot, a lot, a lot of beautiful projects. Some that of you was, knit multiple sweaters. I mean, I'm amazed by I the output. I was too. That was my observation when I looked through the thread, how amazing it was that almost everybody knit multiple projects. Yeah. Many it's, multiple projects. Yeah. <laughs> I was really blown away by the amount of knitting yeah, everybody has accomplished. I was too. I and it, was too. It was a, like three months. It was a, well, February. Yeah, three full months. There was a lot of knitting time. Three full months plus, because remember we started, yeah, we started We started a little bit early. <laughs> we moved our, our, our starting date a lot earlier just yeah. because we felt which like works. it. Which yeah. Which works. We're, so. we're solstice to equinox type yeah. of, of date yeah, setters. Exactly. <laughs> and we have a lot of prizes because we have a lot of awesome listeners who support the podcast and our knit-alongs. And now we're going to go through all the winners. So yay to everybody who won. If you did win, please contact me on Ravelry, Gailey Whaley, and I'll get you in touch with the right person or get your address because some of these I have and will be sending in the mail. So we'll figure out who you should talk to and what info we need and get you hooked up. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can start. All right. So the first prize is a beautiful skein of Fuzzy's Embrace fingering weight yarn from Jen Sheelan. And you can check out her yarns and patterns and such on her website. And the first skein is in the colorway Memories of Christmas Morning. And the winner is Becky, who is green thumb on Ravelry. And she knit a beautiful owl sweater for her daughter and she knit an Olympics hat. Those, I think it's just like the Olympic, the Olympians were wearing yeah. this year. Beautiful. She also knit that for her daughter and two pairs of socks. So lots of knitting. And she also often donates prizes to the podcast. So congratulations, Becky. Second prize is also a skein of yarn from Jen Sheelan in the Warm Fuzzies Embrace base in the Sweet Dreams colorway. And that goes to Uli who is Mommy Knits on Ravelry for a pair of socks. She Yay, Uli! <laughs> I think she needed a prize. I think that was fate. <laughs> the third one is a cowl pattern, the Contrast Cowl Pattern by Josh, who's Josh Mole on Ravelry. And that goes to our friend Cindy, Ms. Cozy Couch, who knit two cowls and a hat. Congratulations, Cindy. Next, we have a book called Wool and Wine, donated by Melissa and John Martin, who is the author of the book. And that goes to Nikki. Nicolick. 
Nikolik, thank you. <laughs> I couldn't read that. <laughs> and Nikki knit an ease sweater, two woven scarves, a pair of tinsel mitts, and it looks like two hats. Two hats. Yeah, she knit a lot, and they're all beautiful. She was my inspiration for my tinsel tinsel mitts. The next prize is from Terry, who is holiday on Ravelry. She donated a pattern download from Ravelry up to $8. And the winner is Pam, who is rock knit. And she knit a beautiful wedding shawl. So it's just gorgeous. Can't wait to see pictures of that on the bride. Next prize is a pattern donated by Hannah Ketzel, who is Ketzgirl33. And she donated a pattern from her Ravelry store. The winner, Anne, Anisk. Anne and SK, she's in Saskatchewan. Okay. She gets to choose the pattern from Hannah's Ravelry store. And Anne knit the Comfort Fade Cardi, some socks. It's a gift that Charlene's trying to read my... I'm trying to read, my, and uh, I cannot my read very well. <laughs> it's cool because she knit a set. She was asked by a coworker to knit a sweater and hat combo for an upcoming baby and she didn't want to so it wasn't self-indulgent but she said that she discovered that she likes knitting for other people when they buy her yarn (laughs) it turned out to be self-indulgent after all the next prize is from vanessa polo the um the winner gets to pick a pattern of their choice from her ravelry store and there are three of those the first winner of the vanessa polo pattern is that one gal and your name isn't in ravelry but you knit the Song of the Sea Cow, which is very pretty. Next, we have another pattern from Vanessa Polo that goes to Peg, who is What's Up One on Ravelry, and she knit the Gabo hat, or Gabo hat? Yeah, I don't know how that one's pronounced. And then the third Vanessa pattern goes to Becky, who is Westerly Whimsies, and she knit a really pretty shawl called the Distinction Shawl. Next prize is the plumage shawl pattern, which was actually designed during the knit along and donated by Allison, who is knit at the ridge. And that goes to Katie, who is Katie Emma on Ravelry, and Katie knit the piece of silver sweater and a pair of socks. And she was hers was the sweater that I raved about. That's the perfect the fade. fade. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> The next prize is a pattern donated from Sierra, who is Aspen Snapdragon on Ravelry. She donated two patterns of the winner's choice, and the first winner is K Patters 5274, and your name also is not on Ravelry. She knit a really cute hat. And then the second pattern, which was donated by Sierra Aspen Snapdragon, goes to Rena, who is Sweet Scissors on Ravelry. For the Yana sweater. And next, our awesome moderator, the wonderful Robbie, who is Photo Knit Gal. She's going to hand make two project bags. And the first winner is Liz, who is Lizzie603. And she knit two sweaters, one of which was a weekender, which you were just stocking. I did look at all the weekenders yep. actually before we started recording. And she also knit a beautiful Celtic designed sweater that she said was mostly self designed. It's really pretty. And let's see, the second project bag donated by our moderator, Robbie, aka Photo Knit Gal, goes to Jillian, who is Knitting Mama 28, and Jillian knit mittens. 
hat and a pie shawl. It was gorgeous. Work of art <laughs> shawl. And then another of our longtime listeners and friends, Lori, who is Boston Mama 3 on Rubblery, in her new Etsy shop is called 3AM Stitching. She donated a quilted notions bag and a quilted project bag. The notions bag goes to Marianne, who is Knit Central, and she knit the cutest little cactus, a little flower, a little snowman. That was and really then a hat cute. and a cow. Aren't those cute? I loved that cactus. Super cute. The second quilted project bag donated by Lori, Boston Mama 3 on Ravelry, goes to Adrian, who is Classica DG on Ravelry. For her... (laughs) That's Nani. (laughs) Is that Spotlight? So, Sue Light shawl. Sue Light shawl and a cabled hat. Nani is making little lip-popping noises. noises. (laughs) Tongue pops, as I've heard them called. All right, the next prize is from Tammy of Candy Skein Yarns. They are now making some really adorable enamel pins and... The winner gets one each of the Yarn Barf and Yarn Butler enamel pins. And the winner is Melissa, Melissa Martin, who donated the book Woolen Wine that we talked about earlier. And Melissa knit two beautiful shawls, and one of which was for her mom, which I thought was really sweet. Okay, the next prize is donated by Trish, who is Tie-Dye Diva on Ravelry. She donated Yarn Ink in tough sock base and that goes to marcy who is xc horse x horse i forgot the c oh okay (laughs) for her secret garden shawl and i'm sorry guys i'm just having trouble reading the fine print (laughs) (laughs) and it's hard when you have a bird on your finger at the same time i'm trying to keep the bird quiet so she's so sweet though and then the next prize is the beautiful set of two skeins of bfl sock yarn in yarniacs inspired colors that were hand dyed by lib who is mad about use e-w-e-s at the end and the winner of those skeins is gretchen who is stella bella quilts on ravelry for her touchstone shawl and then we have Let's see, several patterns donated by Anna Freeberg, who is Yarnesty on Ravelry. The first pattern is her Santa Lucia socks, and that goes to Suzanne, who is Seuss Kyer. Seuss Kyer? Who knit the free falling cowl. And she's the Suzanne we know from. From Knockers, Knockers, who always knits the most beautiful sweaters. She always knits things that I want to make. Me too. (laughs) And the next Anna Freiberg pattern is her Padula Kalune, and that was won by Ilva, who is Stilva, for her hat that she knit with her homespun yarn. That's really cute. Next pattern from Anna Freiberg is the Town Wall Socks Mystery Knit Along pattern, and that goes to Elizabeth, who is Roseanne 101 on Ravelry for her... Let's see, it just says timely, timely cardigan. Car- I forgot timely cardigan. cardigan. It's really cute. <laughs> and Anna's Bjorko shawl pattern, which I knit for the knit along, was won by Ashley, who is Black Ash 26. And she knit her first ever pair of socks, and it was with souvenir yarn from Switzerland. Very cool. And the last Anna Freeberg pattern is the Butterfly Friendship shawl, and that goes to Janet. Yarn taxi driver. Yarn taxi driver. (laughs) And she knit the Neapolitan shawl. 
So congratulations, everybody, and thank you so much to all of the awesome supporters of our Knit Alongs and podcast. We love you all, and thank you, everybody who participated. 437 projects is a lot of projects. That's a lot of projects. And that doesn't even include ours, because we don't enter ours. So (laughs) lots and lots of beautiful projects, and I was trying... I. You know, I, I scroll through them regularly, and I mm-hmm. comment on almost everything, and I couldn't pick out favorites this time. Yeah, there were you know, so many I that I liked. There were just not that many yeah. that were like head and shoulders above the rest. I just loved everything. Every, this I was time. just so impressed by how many there were, and like I said, how many multiples people did. Yep, that was very cool. So thank you to everyone who participated, and our next knit along will be Colors of Fall 2018. Oh boy, I can't wait to see what the colors will be. I know, because <laughs> we know that what is the color that is the color of the year that it's you love? It's the perfect purple. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's called, but that's what it should be called, I think called, it's right? called ultraviolet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the color of the year, but we don't know the fall palette, right. so stay tuned for that. Yeah. But until then, it's just free-for-all knitting. Uh, free for all knitting and happy knitting happy knitting thanks for listening bye 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 you can find our podcast on itunes at yarniacs podcast visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com we have a friendly and engaging yarniacs podcast ravelry group my ravelry name is knitter ninja shar gales is gaily whaley You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.